comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This country's taken some hits lately. But when we get hit and are down, we don't stay down. We get up and we hit back with our fists or our nunchucks. And then when we're done hitting and we're tired, because nunchucking can wear a guy out, we sit down. Episode 266. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode The Famine Contests. So that's why I'm never going to eat mushrooms I find on the floor again. Good point. That's just a bad move, baby. It was a weird night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Did I you could, ever find that little purple my, guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I never did. I could see my uh, my words. Wow. And my eyes could hear. It was did, weird, man. So, so did, your, uh, did your speak? Now I understand. Did your speakers uh, puff uh, rings of smoke every time the, uh, the, the woofer? Yeah. yeah, so weird, that, man. Isn't that the so craziest? Weird. Is that How still long? acting oh, there we go. Yeah, How long did you spend curled up in the fetal position under your coffee table? 87 hours. That I'm pretty sure that um, that you got something else going on there then. <laughs> I, don't think really, was, think? I, think, I don't think that was just the mushrooms. Nah. Well, now I think I'm a hippie. I think I'm going to embrace the hippie. Uh, yeah, well, you, well, most people... That's since, what it sounded like. what it sounded like. like. Yeah. Since this is... An aural medium, uh-huh. and people can't actually see us. They can't tell that Frank has actually gone out and gotten extensions. Thank yes, you for, and he, he frankly, thank you. He, he smells for a little pro- bit. Pronouncing it that way as well. What's that? Thank you for pronouncing it aural. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> because that is how it's spelled, and it's totally different than the yes. other the other pronunciation. Absolutely. I mean, you do use your mouth. You know, you a long know, time on ago, a podcast. A long time uh, that's ago, not where we're going. I mispronounced pronunciation okay. on purpose okay <laughs> and so now it just comes out that way i'm oh, always no. saying pronunciation oh <laughs> by the way i have a bone to pick with bill oh i this is a surprise a chicken to bone because <laughs> you don't want to chew on those by the way because they'll they'll shred and mm. then it's like it's like I know. it's like trying to swallow toothpicks welcome to episode 266 by the way the chicken bone episode of wow. half hour wasted it was an awesome chat with with uh, what are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? What are you? He's, what are you doing? He's drinking Brad, on the air. Good. No, it was an Brad, awesome why don't chat. You just say their name. It was an awesome chat with uh, Sean Pryor and Jeremy Whitley. Yeah, last week uh, they told us Princeless. so many great things about Princeless. You should read Princeless. It was it's good really, information that we received awesome. from them yes. during that podcast. Um, Bill, uh, and maybe you've noticed that he started okay. using this particular phrase okay but because because of bill <laughs> okay now i know where you're going everything that i 
<laughs> see or talk about is always a ding dong something. You know what I mean? Yes. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, he does say that. All that's your catchphrase. So I was out in the backyard <laughs> talking to my dog, right? Hank, the Brittany Spaniel. Uh-huh. Great bird dog. Sweetest dog ever. Next to Flash. I didn't mean to make you cry. You know, uh, I know you're about to finish another thought, but we had a, a mall, a mall, a mall. No, stuff. see, you should throw in a Kanye right there. A what? I know. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but, but I let me just say, say Flash was a better dog. No, uh, we had we were shooting a commercial at work the other day, and yes. we had a a big mall mall staff. What do you call these dogs? A, a mall staff. Mall 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 hmm? mall staff. I think mall staff. Big dog. It's big as a great day. A mastiff. Bull mastiff. mastiff. That's it. Yeah. It's a, bull, a mastiff. A bull mastiff. Yes. The thing was huge. We had it in a, in a certain tie because mm-hmm. it was a business dog. But anyway, the owner who brought him in had to bring a, a slobber rag because the dog <laughs> constantly slobbered. Anyway. Much like uh, Sage. And yes. That's a good dog? Okay. Much like Sage before he turned five. Hmm. Um, okay, so go ahead. What was I talking about? Ding dong. I, did I mention courtesy to speak English? You were talking about doing <laughs> horrible said that, things right? to your dog with a fork. and um, um, Oh, ding dong. Right. So I'm talking to Hank in the backyard, and I just planted some Bermuda seed in this new part of the yard that mm-hmm. I tilled, and we're trying to get some grass to grow there. So I said, Hank. I'd love to let you out of your kennel and run around, but I can't have you running around the yard <laughs> digging up all these ding-dong holes. And as soon as I said that out loud, I, I threw my hands in the air and went, Bill! <laughs> Bill, you use ding-dong a lot. And is it because it's your parent? Is that a substitution for uh, for not using bad language? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Um, that's that's a lot. Uh, it's a lot more sanitary, you know, for use. You know what it sounds like? It almost it almost sounds like um, instead of taking the Lord's name in vain, yes. you're saying ding dong. <laughs> no, because any any manner of epithets could be okay. substituted with the phrase ding dong. Okay, let's see. By ding the way, dong you. It smells like <clears throat> ding dong in here. By the way, I've never used it in that form. You son of a ding dong. There is a ding dong. Texas. Did you know this? Really? Oh, really? My, my brother and his wife road trip went. On, we have to broadcast from there. My my brother and his wife <laughs> went my, on a trip for my, his my little people. getaway, just the two of them for his fortieth birthday. Uh-huh. Okay. Happy birthday, my brother. Old man. Oh, when was that? March the seventeenth. No, March the twentieth. Hey, what'd you okay. what'd Happy you get birthday. him for uh, his birthday? I'm actually mm-hmm. still working on it. Okay. Well, I've got a suggestion for you. Yes. It's not a new suggestion, but okay. uh, get him a coffin. Okay. I will yeah. eventually. Right. I'm actually in the process of digitizing. He yeah. doesn't listen to the show, okay. so I'm in the process of digitizing old VHS tapes of him, and right. I'm going to make a uh, Life Life of Kevin DVD for him. Really? Yeah. So um, he went with his wife on a, a two- or three-day trip across the hill country in uh, uh-huh. West Texas, yeah. and they happened upon Ding Dong, Texas. Fascinating. The... Name came from... How close is that to Gun Barrel? No, total opposite direction. Right. Uh, I'm going to look it up on the internet. They, uh, the name came from a couple of guys who used to live in the town whose last name was Bell. So, the true story. Look it up. Wikipedia. Anyways. So, um, I saw The Hunger Games. My 
I Man, that's saw. That's the I weirdest segue we've had in yeah. months. You need to work on that. Yeah. My, I wasn't trying to segue. Okay. I've ridden a segue, and they're dangerous. <laughs> but uh, uh, when you're drunk, that's the safest um, time to do it. So, <laughs> I saw it. My my younger daughter Allison, twelve years old, read all the books. She's okay. reading the first one again. She's on her second helping. She saw the movie and loved it, and I wanted to see it. Um, actually, Ashley took Allison to the midnight show, and their mom let them go. I was very surprised. It was a school night even, but she let them go to the midnight show. Okay. And they, they only live like literally one mile from the movie theater. Yeah. But anyways. That's like us. We're like a, we're like, yeah. we're like a mile from the, uh, the, the killer uh, dollar theater. It's great. Um, but so this past weekend, Allison and I went to see the movie. And she's always her first, ever since she's little, her first question is, "Did you like it?" <laughs> and I had to say, "Not really." Okay, no. Mm-hmm. And it broke her heart. Mm-hmm. It literally, I could see her go like, "What? What?" Zoe. I mean it. It literally broke her heart, and she was. She struggled to actually carry on a regular conversation with me for about an hour. No, she wasn't. She wasn't like that. But I'm like, "What's going on? Why are you? Um, what's wrong?" Hello, Zoe. Hi. So I uh, was just telling your dad and your uncle Frank that, uh, and I've mentioned this to you before we started recording. But I saw the Hunger Games and uh, I didn't care for it. You're crazy. I didn't. I didn't hate it. It was not a bad movie, but it really disturbed me. It was very disturbing Mm -hmm. to me. It bothered me. You haven't read three words for that. You are crazy. I never read the books. Yeah, and that's that that may be something. Yeah, still Um, crazy. I knew what it was about, but the thing that bothered me was the callousness with which the adults in the capital Mm -hmm. loved the games. Yeah, The, the fact. Obviously, it's the capital that loves this. You know, the people in the districts, you know, they didn't care. They're scared. Of yeah, they didn't care to let their kids go off and and probably right. not come back. Well, yeah, because the odds of coming back were. Right. I mean, well, they're yeah. well, they're better they're, than they're better than winning they're, the the, they're, the Powerball, uh, but. They're. Uh, their motto is "May the odds be ever in your favor." They're, no, the odds are no, and it, <laughs> it, played with house really. money. Yeah. I literally <laughs> wanted to it's take a shower when I left the movie theater. Wow! I I, I would say I that that's a actually a, a a good reaction because that was something that they were kind of playing off of. They, they I mean. It was almost a reflection on us today and like reality television stuff, like like uh, Survivor and things like that, where we love to watch people work against each other for our entertainment. Well, not having seen it or read it. And it, 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 you know, though, it's a little bit of a commentary on on who we are today and where we could be headed in the future. I've well, seen this game, this movie before, the adult version. Mm-hmm. It was called The Running Man. Okay. Actually, I was going to ask. Battle Royale. I know. We talked we, about yeah, this. we talked it's about it. But very disturbing. I never but. saw that, but I saw The Running Man. Mm-hmm. If this movie had been adults... I, it wouldn't have affected me the same way. Right. Well, I mean, is this is this one of those things where it's is it intending to be just an action yarn? In which case, it does seem like it's an incredibly bad taste. But I, my guess is that it's supposed to be allegorical. It's supposed to be satire, commentary, something. It 
it's supposed to reflect on the current human condition much in the way that, say, a rollerball did. Yes. And, I mean, and rollerball I, 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 obviously it, was, it, was it, adults, but. Yeah. My uh, daughter. It, it, it depends on, on how you want to view it. Someone your daughter's age, or maybe even Zoe. You know, Zoe, did, what did you think of the adults in the movie and the people in the Capitol? Um, the Capitol, they're, some of them just have, like, they, they don't really have much. They're just excited for the games, and they, they don't have to go thing the, through the stuff that the people in the, ca- in the districts have to do, mm-hmm. have to go through, because uh, they, they don't have to go through the reaping. They don't have to go through the games and stuff. What's the reaping? The reaping is where you pick out the uh, the people that are going to. Oh, the sh- names when they're. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. So it's like their their lottery then, huh? Yeah, that's how they, much. they choose hey, let their, me ask, their let contestants. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Hang on one second, <laughs> little buddy. Okay. Okay. Pause it. Pepe Le Pew. Awesome. Yes. Let me ask you this: If this movie had instead of the kids being in the hunger games if it had say warner brothers characters if it was the if it was adults in the in the hunger games would would this movie have meant something different to you yeah i wouldn't have enjoyed it as much i think it's it's got a lot more meaning when it's the kids did it bother you that the kids had to kill each other a little bit but i wasn't so bothered by that as much as if well, um, I know that there's nothing to worry about, so it didn't really bother me. Hold the microphone in front of your face. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so we, I mean, what, what did, as a girl, mm-hmm. what did you think of the story between Katniss and Gail Pita. and oh. Pita? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a lot like the Twilight yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read those but um, are you team gail or team pita i don't know <laughs> which um which one uh which one was a vampire neither <laughs> neither <laughs> you're gonna break that big well you had like yours. what how many what 24 contestants or 48 yes, 20, or 24 yeah. 24 uh, two from uh, each of the 12 regions tw- yeah. until the second movie apparently okay yeah It'd be 48 yeah now right. i understand this the, the I understand that the, the next two books are about changing the system, you know, trying I to... I've just started the second one, so okay. I don't want to hear anything right. about... Does it, does, it seem, does it seem like a very adult book? I mean, it, it's kind of amazing to me that, that kids guess, of your but, age are reading this book. I mean, it seems well, like it's got very adult concepts the teachers and themes. are... They, <clears throat> teachers, do you mean in the, in the book or no, in real in, life? in real life. They... Uh, they um they think that the uh, the kids in fourth grade mm-hmm. uh, should not be reading this because um they think it's too mature and everything. Well, now is but there is there mature stuff going on in it? I mean, is there yeah. are there bad words? Is is it just? There's a couple bad words. And okay. Stuff. Yeah. But I mean, these books are found in the young adult section, yeah. literally right next to the Harry Potter books, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I I, I, I find I kind of amazing. Um, now, Zoe, what did you think of the love story? Like, did you um, do you I like boys a, yet? Are you starting to show an interest in in in, in this, boys? That's kind of an unfair question. She's standing right next to her dad. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys can't talk about it now, you'll never be able to talk. But about I can it. tell you that. Um, okay, let's that see. She did does you think Peter was was more ha- was more handsome or Gail? Do you think boys are cute? Uh, but th- or do they are they grody? Are boys grody? Cute? 
They're grody? Okay. They still have cooties. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Now, I can tell you that she gets uncomfortable when uh, when kissy kissy smoochy happens on a TV screen. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, Zoe? so so far we're still hey, fighting Zoe, a good fight. I still get uncomfortable when kissy kissy smoochy smoochy happens. You don't even like those words. Okay. Now, Zoe, did you I watch? It I with point your... at the screen and go, "Look, look, look, Sash, look, look." Now, did you watch it with your mom? Yes, my mom took me out on Sunday. Took me with her on Sunday, and we uh-huh. watched it at uh, the big movie theater. Okay. It was very long. It was uh, about two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. It, but it was worth it. <laughs> and uh, totally like it. afterwards, what did you and your mom talk about? Uh, we talked about how it was really kind of, it was really kind of a little bit sort of gruesome. And there were some <laughs> parts where she, that she wouldn't let me watch and I would just cover my eyes and make sure that I wouldn't see it. Interesting. Okay. But if Sage was there, he one, he would freak out kind <laughs> of if he saw the movie. And two, he would he would be the one that's like, oh, I like these scary parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then he wouldn't sleep well for a week. No, not really. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I did read the book, and I did see the movie, and I have to say, they did a very, very good job of compressing that movie, that book, into really? that movie. They did a yeah. very good job. Allison also said it was fairly accurate. Yeah, they they took a lot of the spirit of some of the in things the- that they had to compress and made it into other, put it into other aspects of the story. They did a very good job, yeah. and, and, and I uh, applaud them for that, because... Taking a book of that caliber and a young adult, I understand, but making a very linear story and not leaving out certain beats that, you know, maybe aren't important, maybe aren't as important, but makes the spirit of the movie. They did a very good job, the screenwriters. Yeah, I think that personally it could have been a little bit more like there were some really sad parts where (laughs) I didn't cry or anything, but... I just felt like crying, like uh, when the part Aww. with Rue, poor little Rue, the dog, the dog, is it <laughs> the just Rue the dog? The dog, the no, dog. the dog just ran under the table oh, and, and knocked that cord. Oh. Thanks, Pepper. That's kind of w- wookie wookie. I'd say that's a good dog, but I'd, there was one other question I was going to ask you, Zoe, but I don't. So you haven't read. Uh, you're way too young for this, but you haven't read. Animal Farm, 1984, Brave New World. You haven't read any of these other books yet. Because no. uh, because what what The Hunger Games was, was, was describing a dystopia. That means a, 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 a bad future, a future you don't want to happen. Yeah. And was there, there anything... Was, was there anything and stuff. You know, was there anything good about this world? Uh, I, mean, was, I guess. Was there anything there about were... this world that, that you would say, cool, I hope that happens? Um... You don't have to dredge oh, up an answer well, for me. The answer could be no. Well, there's a lot more well, technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they can control the weather in certain areas, and oh, cool. They can, they have really high tech computers yeah. and stuff. You know, the Legion of Superheroes can do that too. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Zoe, what did you think of the costumes <laughs> from the people who in the Capitol? Mike down. What? What did you think of the costumes from the people in the Capitol? I think it was a little bit too weird what they were wearing and stuff and can you describe for us what what the costumes were just very bold and glittery and like people had like like light green skin yeah or like very pink pink hair hair. 
and it it looked very eighties ish, mm-hmm. but in yeah. a futuristic kind yeah. of way. So it's kind of and like there a, was one girl named uh, Glimmer, <laughs> and I just thought, why on earth would anyone name their child <laughs> that? <laughs> My guess is they've run out of good names by whatever the year that book happens in. And I think it's kind of a drag that uh, I'm just, I've always been kind of anal retentive this way, but I would still like to know what year it's taking place in. I don't know why it, I don't know why it has to be an, an unnamed time in an uncertain future and you an, you know, an uncertain place. I, it's like, I give us a setting. Because the technology, they, they yeah. don't go overboard with the technology. Right. Like the technology isn't like, you know, laser beams or anything like that. Right. And the fact that you don't know a lot of what's going on, okay. like uh, the technology, you're willing to accept it. Because a lot of times, like on Star Trek, or if they said, you know, 50 years in the future, or 100 years in the future, I would think to myself, there's no way that's going to happen. So, uh, I I dig that. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from, but I mean, we don't know yeah. when Star Wars took place. We just know it was a long, long time ago. Well, but I think part of it is that, um, is that Star Wars is pure fantasy. Yeah. So, let me and, ask something here. Okay. Are we talking about Star Wars? <laughs> no, we we tangent sometimes. Deal with it. You clearly haven't been on the show enough. I um, think no, movie... because this is is supposedly a future that could be ours. Mm-hmm. I'm just interested in how far out this future is going to happen. I think. Um, Please, the next thousand years. I didn't hate the movie. Yeah. Uh, there were some cool things about it. I think Jennifer Lawrence did a great job. Okay. You know she was Mystique I, in yeah, X Men First. I, I did class. not realize that until. Uh, days, days my, ago. My so. favorite part in Hunger Games was right before she had to go uh, to the uh, uh, upstairs. That part where she's shaking because she's so scared. Yeah, she's not even. She's not. I don't think yeah. there's any dialogue. She's just shaking and she's right. scared, and it's and it's a genuine reaction to what's about to happen. Yeah, she did she's a really good job. About to fight to the death. Yeah, I think the movie made a mistake by having so many recognizable actors in it big okay. name quote unquote big name actors donald sutherland woody oh. harrelson which i think was uh, a, a I huge saw, uh, huge mistake Peta to have woody harrelson the the guy who played Peta in a lot of movies yeah. and stuff and elizabeth banks why that, on earth would they use him stanley tucci wasn't that wasn't i thought Peta, he would be more like stanley tucci who's i don't know now josh hutcherson was Peta, right he was he, the, he was the guy the main from tv personality he was athra teeth wasn't he the older brother in zathra no. Wait. Yeah. yeah. I think, what yeah. has he been yeah. Okay. Yes. Stanley Tucci? Uh-huh. He's a big time. Oh, he's a character actor. You yeah, recognize the TV face actor. anywhere. There's been lots of movies. and okay. was, I didn't I did yeah. not recognize him. Okay. Well, then. I recognize him. But, you know, it, it... Consider my point. It bothered me. All I could, all I could think about was, well, when am I going to see Elizabeth Banks again on 30 Rock? You know, her character has been gone for a while. I want to see him again. Oh, Woody Harrelson started making me think of Kingpin, and I started thinking of Bill Murray, and I'm like, Bill Murray's not even in this movie. Why am I thinking of Bill Murray? So you know, Woody Harrelson did play himself pretty much, yeah. but the character that he was playing, Helmick, is that his name? Helmick, I think. Hey when Mitch. you read him, hey Mitch. That, hey Mitch. that is a good casting, because okay. that character in the book is Woody Harrelson. Well, okay. I mean, it really is that... Woody, when Woody Harrelson plays a jerk, that's him. The drunk jerk. It, it was That was good casting. All right, well, let's, um, let's wrap up the Hunger Games talk. Thank you, Zoe, for your input. Welcome. Bye. So, hey, Go how play many, with your brother. How many, um, how many reverse flashes do you give it? Yep, out of five. Out of five. 
you I give, have to say... Uh, you can give a half, oh, by the way. You can give three and a half, four mm, and a half, whatever. Four and a half. Four and a half. Pretty so you think good. the movie was almost I, perfect. I think it was really good. I wish it was a little bit less gruesome okay. and stuff, but I it's, it's um, near the edge to perfect. Yeah. Cool. It was awesome. All right, cool. All right. Fair enough. Bye, guys. Thank you. You rock, Zoe. Thank you. Yeah, so... Um, Bill, do you have... Do you plan on seeing it, or do you have any... Um yeah, uh, I thought it was really interesting. Zoe and the professor uh, were reading it concurrently. Mm-hmm. Um, they had... Uh, um, the professor had a copy she'd borrowed from a friend, and uh, we ended up buying Zoe a copy. And, yeah, it was... Uh, the professor was literally, you know, day to day going, how far are you into it? What page are you on? You know, uh-huh. what just happened in the book? You know, and Zoe will tell her and she'll go, okay, I'm just a little bit ahead of you or I'm just a little bit behind you or something. Huh. And so they, they were racing to finish it so they could go see it Sunday and they didn't quite get there. I think Zoe, I don't know about the professor, but uh, Zoe had, I think she was 40 or 50 pages from the end of it. But, but she's one of those that I wish, uh, I wish I had the time to read as much as she does because she's on, uh, I looked over her shoulder today. She was out in the front uh, lawn uh, with the dog um, reading the second book, whatever the name of that is. And catching um, fire. fire. Um, She got the book um, Monday or she started reading it Monday. She finished uh, the hunger Games Sunday night. um, I think after the movie, she's already on page 152. Good. So I mean, she'll she can feel burn good through when, a book when your kids love to read. Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. I absolutely wanted that. Well, and of course, Zoe's on this now. Um, she just finished. I mean, it was a process that took uh, months, but she just finished reading all seven Harry Potter books back to back to back to back. I'm very so, proud of her on that. That's pr- that's I mean, pretty it's, astonishing. It's, I mean, that's thousands and thousands of of you know adult level reading you know Allison's i mean she's almost she's halfway through the sixth book okay she got hung up on the fifth book for a while in okay fact, she took a break from it yeah and read a couple other things and then she went back yeah. to my problem is i take a break from a book and it's it's rare that i actually go back to it I, i've done that a couple times uh I'm, I'm trying to gut through um this uh the star wars book i've been reading on for a while but my thing is that um i've always been one of those that I'm prone to read periodicals, you know, during the daylight hours, you know, I'll read a comic book or a newspaper or a sporting news or whatever I've got or my phone these days. But, um, the only time I really sit down and read a, a book is, you know, in bed on my way after dreamy dreamland. So, you know, I, I Bill, may read, you, you could ring hunger games in oh, about yeah. half hour. Cause oh, you're okay. such a fast reader. Well, the, the quickest half I, an hour. <laughs> yeah. he could. Jeez. Half hour. Not wasted. Oh, we were gonna have a little Q and A session yeah, with Frank, for, right? Uh, uh, Avengers versus X Men that came out a couple weeks ago, and apparently I'm the only one here who's read it, which that's rare. Well, because okay. I'm know, usually behind on my on my Bill and I are. So. Yeah, you know, we're, we have our own little financial <laughs> situations going. <laughs> it's only four, it's only a four dollar comic. Come on, I have better things yeah. to spend. <laughs> I'd rather buy a a cup a cup of Starbucks than a comic. <laughs> These days, so, and um, you know, I've I've still, I, I for me, I, I don't miss as much as I thought I would. I, I still have an intense desire to keep up with Fantastic Four, the Legion of Superheroes, Justice League, you know, some of the majors. But, but the days of the days of me going and throwing down twenty twenty five dollars a week at the uh, at the the stores, I, I think it'd probably be over even if I did start buying comics again. I just think I'd pare down a little bit. 
And a lot of that I think was, I was just, I was interested enough. The new 52, I kind of dabbled in a lot of what they had to give. And part of it was me trying to vote with my feet too, and just Mm -hmm. let DC know, Hey, you know, I'm on board with you guys. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, and the fact that, yeah, you look at it and it's like three, four dollars a pop. It's like, dang, man. Um, I did, I bought it digitally Mm -hmm. and, um, and I, I, a synopsis of the book, uh, basically it's the wait, first. Wait, wait a minute. Let's start with our yes or no questions. Okay. Before the synopsis. Okay. So this is AVX, right? Yeah. Avengers versus X-Men. Yes. Was there a giant misunderstanding? No. Really? There was not a giant misunderstanding. Is this, um, is this the, uh, the, what's his name? The game master, the games, whatever. The, the gamester, the, the it was no, it was the guy who uh, set him up in um, was it Secret Wars two? Was that uh, Beyonder? No, Game Smith. The, the game that's the game. Whatever he wears a he wears a, a he kind of looks like a tall Owen, and he has like broad yellow pointed wardrobe. I, don't know. And, uh, I know not of what you speak. I know. Whatever. Okay. Well, sorry. He's him. he sets up he sets up. Uh, Games like cosmic games, and, and were there, people have to play it, and they were there shenanigans. Shenanigans. Oh, Let me think. No. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that place? You know, with all the crap on the walls and stuff. <laughs> oh, you mean shenanigans? Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, you can. Um, well, your turn you, for. A by question. the way, uh, you can stream Super Troopers on Netflix. So uh, oh, watch cool. it on your phone someday. Awesome. On you know, he board. actually literally was drinking syrup. <laughs> in that scene he literally drank it was not like iced tea like you thought it might have been yeah. iced tea. it was syrup pray for one take on that one i'm yeah. guessing oh my gosh um okay so uh my yes or no question um are we limited to 20 by the way and that's not my question mm, i don't think we're limited to okay. 20 we're, we're limited by our time i, I guess I'm once guessing. the humor dies in this then we'll, okay because uh, i don't really have a funny then question the, for the you the humor i mean the segment's <laughs> over okay and uh well so you might as well tell us what did you then. enjoy it Yes, I did. Now, just one issue, right? Yeah, so just far? one issue. Zero and or are there I also one? got the infinite issue, which is uh, the... Uh, explain that infinite issue, because okay. wasn't it digital only? So, yeah, it, it, you can only see it digitally. You what? can only get it digitally, yeah. Uh, this is Marvel's attempt at just becoming more digital, I suppose. Okay. Um, along with um, Avengers versus, versus X-Men, at the end of that book... You get something called uh, here. Let me go. Uh, in- Infinities. Okay. And Mark Wade is one of the writers. Is it full length? Is it short uh, stories? It's What's full up? length. I think it says it's eighty pages. Eighty. Well, I think that's with an asterisk in that what, some of the pages may have add-ons to it. So. Okay. I want you to think of it this way. Well, I'll just show you. Okay. Here's here's Ooh, the page. The first page to Infinities. Yes. It's a Stargate. Yes. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, yes, I'm ready for, for the, the future, future of, of you know comics what? and this is love. Not, I need to get you the true that part wasn't in there. Infinite. Um, so is, uh, is this being a prequel right now. to the to the main series? This is the B story. This is what's happening to Nova. You don't need to read. So wait, this wait, to oh, okay. wait. Nova is back. Yes. Oh, happy day. Um. I was incredibly incensed at the end of, uh, um, was it the, uh, oh my gosh, it has been that long, hasn't it? Um, the, that's 30 minutes. Okay. The, uh, 
the epic uh the epic cosmic crossover that um, took place in watch. the bad universe where... Um, Here you go. Look at this. Okay. All right. Talk. Well, never mind. No, you can talk. Now. Are you ready? You see how it's building on kind of slowly? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, we're still yes, ready, ready for the future of comics at your fingertips. At your fingertips. So there's so happy about that. Close up. Now, if you notice, it's is that still Richard Ryder? Because he's, he's got a totally right. different helmet. Taking up the full frame. Yes. Okay. That's actually really cool. That is really cool. Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh. Go. Enjoy it while you still can. Hmm. Okay. Splash screen. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. This is. I think this is a triptych. Yeah. So it's very okay. cinematic in how you're watching it. In that it's not. That's really cool the so way they built this. Obviously a, a created page. with the with the tablet in mind. Yes, it was definitely designed with the tab in mind. Okay. Now, Bill, I think I told you there were like eighty pages in this. Yeah, okay. I mean, if that's one page, yeah, that's, that's two page pages. two. Okay, gotcha. Down. Which it's just boxes building on. So it's it's it may be thirty or forty pages tops. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and because it's it's three or four or five builds on a single page, but yeah. each build is building in like the next word box whatever uh-huh. um now this isn't like a motion comic to where uh, i'm sure you guys are all familiar with motion comics where they actually use layers and you know, they move things around like marionettes I've, right? I've actually it can be kind of annoying and it's very poor looking yeah, animation. i've never read one of those it's that's that's all flash well, you don't right? read a motion comic you watch it and it's just bad okay. animation okay but i mean that's that's all flash animation right the motion comic uh well it's the comicology uh uh-huh. app. i don't know what technology that is okay but I'm as liking, you can see, I like what I'm seeing here. Yeah, that is really cool. But it's, I would, I still like wouldn't want to look. At, I still wouldn't want to look at that on my phone. Yeah. No, no you don't yeah. want to see this on your phone. You see that? That's actually a bigger screen. You swipe, see the other half. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. All right, I'm sold. Okay. On that. Marvel, so, you've now, done a you've done a good thing, Marvel. Now the smart thing that Marvel did though is that the, this is a story that you do not need to to read to understand okay. Okay. the story of what's happening. This is the backlog. This is kind of why Nova shows up in the yeah. middle of X Men versus or Avengers versus X Men number one. That's the only reason this this thing tells you. Okay, but it's fun. It's interesting. It's ninety nine cents. Could this be the future of comics? Are there um, are there any um, is this Earthbound or are there cosmic characters involved well, in this? Are there the cosmic character right now? In fact, let me go ahead and give you the synopsis. Since we're, since and and Nova counts as one of those, yeah. by the way. So uh, Avengers are hanging out. Nova comes crashing through okay. New York City. They run to him, and he says, "It's coming." Uh oh. So the Phoenix Force or whatever mm-hmm. is the main. Crux yes. of this AVX. Right. Okay. And so uh, Avengers do some analysis. They find out that the Phoenix is coming, and they figure out that it's coming for Hope, the last X-Men, the last mutant to be born right. after... Uh, right. Uh, Still visit. the last mutant to be born, huh? Yeah. Uh, after House of M. Yeah, she House grew up M. fast, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I was reading her backstory, and there was a lot of future jumping. Okay. And so that's why she's so... Okay. Yeah, she was taken into the future by Cable, yeah. who turned out to be her granddaddy and or some a, such. An even future version of her came back. I don't know, yes. but well, okay. she went to the. It was kind of like um, like Kang did with the Mortis. Um, takes him out of out of time 
into the future, trains them, grows them up, and then brings them back to his present, which Looks is like all you're drinking course it's relative. Um, it's actually urine, but uh, but close enough. But it, it all comes down to the Avengers coming over to the X-Men and Captain America talking to Cyclops mm-hmm. and go, hey, we need to take hope and get her off planet and protect Earth and protect her. And, of course, the mutants are saying, you're not taking her anywhere. Dude, we got the X-Men do not control us. I mean, uh, uh, Avengers don't control us. We have this covered. She's one of us. And Captain America doesn't take lightly doesn't take lightly to it. Cyclops shows him who's the boss and zaps him. That's a really cool. Oh. Which I'm showing him the splash screen yeah. with Cyclops just Is this part of the Infinity at. or is that... I'm sorry? Is that part of the AVX right there? No. This is... Um, wait, AVX? AVX. Oh, yeah. Not this the is, Infinity. Yeah. We're on episode one okay. now. Or issue one. Everyone's kind of looking looking at this. Her- Helicarrier shows up. We need to get Hope out of here. As they are now fighting over Hope. Okay. And if you look at that final panel. As okay. much as I enjoy and love and think John Romita Jr. is an incredible artist, he really needs to learn how to draw Iron Man's armor. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> there she is. Uh, basically, we know that the Phoenix is coming after Hope. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to be who's going to protect her, the X-Men? Or the Avengers. So I think before I started reading, before I start reading this story, which I would like to, I need to do a little Wikipedia research on exactly what is the Phoenix and how it's its history and what it, you know who exactly it was and, well, and the, all this. The Phoenix is basically divorced from Jean Grey at some point. Well, and Jean has Grey, been kind of flitting around she since then, killed herself right. to kill yes, the Phoenix in X Men issue one thirty seven, right? Roger. But that didn't even. But uh, Cyclops addresses that and yeah. go that thing. That force is so strong that not even killing herself, thus killing the Phoenix, right? Could not no, they didn't do kill it. it. Well, I mean, they got it out of the 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 McCann crystal or the Decan crystal, I guess, in X Men issue one hundred eight, mm-hmm. and um, or it kind of followed. Well, no, she had it before then. She got it in uh, issue one hundred one when uh, uh, when they crash landed. Um, they crash landed into the ocean. And they thought she was going to die, but then she rises out of the uh, the ocean like a phoenix. I guess they'd been in space or something before that, because space is where all the cool stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I I would give it um, out of ten, mm-hmm. go out of five fast versions. I would give it a solid four. It was fun. Really, it's funny too. The the, the first third of it is pretty. F- who writes it? I forget funny. who writes it. Um, oh, oh, is it um, Fraction? Bendis. Bendis. No, Bendis. I'm sorry. Oh. Or is it more than one? I, I think it's Bendis, right isn't it? I, I don't know. I thought it was Fraction, but no, it's I, not there's fraction. no reason I would know that. Tell you in a sec. Hold on. Here we go. It is written by Bendis. Yeah, Romina drew it. Cool. Okay. We need to yes. wrap this episode up yeah. so we can go back in time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so uh, do we want to do at least one funny ad? Well, let's. I, well, we let's, could save it for later. It, it's not. It. It, it's not a timely thing. So let's. Yeah, let's save it. Let's just say that at some point in the near future, uh, I will give you uh, my um, my top ten. I don't know, maybe my top thirty-seven reasons. Who knows why <laughs> old comics are better than new comics? We might. We might even go back in time. It could happen. This probably might happen back in time. Yeah. And, yeah. and we could possibly go back in time yeah. and. and and do it in an, an you know actually that um 
that did lead me to my um, um, this week's uh, get to the uh, point segment. Your um, ding but, dong but get to the point do. segment. Yeah, but I don't know if you guys want to go through all that. But uh, I was actually uh, um, sweet. I was watching a. Uh, That's pretty awesome, actually. I was watching a thingy on the Science Channel. A ding dong it, it, uh, it was some kind of ding dong show on the. Uh, I think it was Nat Nat Geo. Um, but uh, they're basically talking. You know, there's a professor out there who truly thinks he can uh, create uh, a a basically a time vortex. He can send stuff back in time. Now he's talking about doing this basically on the subatomic level. Time. He's talking about using lasers to create a gravity well uh, powerful enough to send like photons back in time. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're not talking about, you know, Dr. Doom's time cube or anything here. But the photons, they have to bring their own weapons. Right, right. And it's $25 per check bag, by the way. Hey, um, so, so how cool. does he, uh, real briefly, how does he know that the photons, well, how far back is he sending them? Uh, th- okay, here's the thing that does stink about uh, science shows and, and many, rea- not reality, but many documentaries on cable these days is that they never really answer the question. Mm. You know, because uh, now I didn't I saw the end of it. I didn't see the entire hour, but uh, they never said how far back he thinks he can send a time. And when you're talking about photons and lasers and stuff, you're probably talking about milliseconds. You know, I, um, they uh, they had uh, something happen um, over there and uh, at CERN in Switzerland uh, not too long ago where they thought that they were reading um, that there were photons that were traveling faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Was it photons? It wasn't tachyons. I mean, tachyons are, I think, still basically theoretical. I'm doing all this off They're the top of my head. They're pretty tacky. <laughs> but um, uh, they, they believe because uh, uh, photons showed up faster than it should have yeah. at the collection station that they said, we think this is uh, evidence that we're seeing stuff that's moving faster than the speed of light, yeah. which, which breaks Einstein's, you know, Einstein's promise that nothing can go faster than the speed of light. I mean, we've always known mm-hmm. that if you're ever going to travel to another star, another world, or, or turn, you know, Star Trek Enterprise or whatever, you're going to have to get around the speed of light. You, you know, you, you, you can, have to go you through subspace or light, create a you warp. Become or, infinitely heavy. Well, you're well as, as you approach the speed of light, um, it require you you gain mass, and it requires uh, you know exponential uh, amounts of energy. Um, so. The idea that you could ever get the speed of light is ludicrous. Nice. This is good. This is good background music for this conversation. But uh, in any yeah, case, it's good wrapping up dang thing. So I don't know what's going. There we go. But yes, good wrapping up the episode music. Yeah. So anyway, uh, even if you could go back in time, the idea that um, you'd come back to your present, I think, is a fallacy. Because I think that what happens is you go back in time and just through the butterfly effect, no matter what you do, you're going to make changes. And those changes may be very subtle, but what's going to happen is, you know, it's this is the multi, you know, this is the multiple universe theory. It's always you can the go, multiple universe. It is the multiple universe theory. It? It's a good theory. Can you hear it? I can hear it great. In time, there's, I'm sure there's, a, there's, you know, there's multiple universes out there where I think it's a good idea. Back back it ain't this time. one. Well, there's a universe out there where you're the king of the world, and there's a universe out there where That's you died, where you died in a car wreck on the way to work this morning. So we got to so. go. We got to take this problem. So, so anyway. you go back in time. You 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 spawn a new future from that okay. point, and you are not going to be able to get back to your original timeline, most likely. So. You can go back in time and you can kill Hitler or you can, you know, accidentally, you know, 
um, run into your granddad and keep him from dating your grandma or something. And you know, and, but and if we don't get moving, not, we're, uh, well, we're in the past. We're not going to be able to meet John yeah. Pryor. But that doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean that, that you're going to cease to exist. It means that you you will John never Pryor's have existed in the future that's about to happen that you've created. But it doesn't affect the future that you come from. So there you go. Okay, so fine. That, that being said, right, I'm done. thank you Bye. very much for listening to a half hour wasted. And uh, we'll see you next week or next month. Well, bye. <laughs>